Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. How you doing, everyone? I'm Ross Salzberg, and once again, I want you all to listen up here and get a load of this. Today, we're going to be talking some baseball. That's right, baseball. The time has come, and that time is now, as in right now, to put former Dodger great first baseman Gil Hodges into the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, one other small note on Mr. Hodges. He happened to be the manager of the 1969 World Series champion, Miracle Mets. So like I said, listen up, because you're really going to want to get a load of this. This has been... The Gil Hodges saga of trying to get him into the Hall of Fame has been, I don't want to call it a sore point, sore point, because it was always my pleasure to root and try and and campaign for him to get into the Hall of Fame. But it always became a sore point because of the disappointment I always felt when he was another one of those close but no cigars. Nobody has gotten more votes than Gil Hodges who hasn't gotten into the Hall of Fame. He's gotten the most. You know, you always need, you need 75% uh, of the vote to get in. He never got the full 75% all the years, the 15 years of what it was on a ballot. I think his highest was 63.4. I don't have the stats in front of me. I know it's... It wasn't quite 64. And uh, there there were years that I always felt Gil Hodges should get into the Hall of Fame. And when I say I campaigned f- for him, anybody knows anything about Russ Salzberg, you can go ask the Hodges family. Uh, I mean, you know, when when I was at Channel 9 and Don, on WFAN, it was it was a yearly thing for me to try and get Gil Hodges into the Hall of Fame, but in a couple of in a couple of um, weeks, they're going to have a Veterans Committee voting or debating whatever the hell you want to call it on the golden era of baseball. And when I mean the golden era, they're talking about players from the golden era being the fifties and the sixties, and that truly was the golden era. And Gil Hodges was a very big part of it. And and over the years, see, here was the problem that I've always felt the problem with the Veterans Committee. Gil, you know what, it's, it's a terrible thing to say, but guys on the Veterans Committee over the years, and I'm, I'm, I'll get into some of the statistics here, but that's not what I'm talking about. And I'm not going to denigrate anybody who got it in when I felt Gil should have gotten in. I'm not going to do that because that would be to tarnish somebody's honor. And I don't want to do that. And that's what it's about. I just think Gil should have been one of the guys also being put in to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Just... uh, um, let me explain something to you people who may not understand what the Veterans Committee was. Veterans Committee was, you know, made up of, a, you know, senior players or a group that, you know, would vote. But you know what? Sometimes out of sight, out of mind. 
Gil's been dead a long time. And all the years, it was like, well, maybe next year. Maybe next year. Yeah, there's no rush. Gil's not going anyplace. He's gone already. And, and I don't mean to sound uh, shallow, but I, I used to feel that way when I would speak to his family. It was out of sight, out of mind. One of my all-time favorite people, who you people know, who, who's followed me, know that I is a dear friend of mine, Yogi Berra. I used to talk to Yogi about it. I says, Yogi, do you think this year, because Yogi used to be on a committee, do you think this year? Do you think this year? And he would think so. But then something else happened, whether it was this guy or whether it was that guy. And I'm not going to mention any other names, as I say, because that's not what this is about. This is about Gil Hodges getting into the Hall of Fame. But, you know, when I say to you, out of sight, out of mind, believe me, folks, that that's very true. You know, Gil left us, unfortunately, back in 1972. All right? It was spring training, 1972. I, I remember hearing, when I heard the news and, and I was up in college, I was crushed. I mean, Gil Hodges, you know, a Brooklyn legend, a Dodgers legend, and the manager of the Miracle Mets. You know, and then ironically, as I just said, my dear friend Yogi subsequently took over that team and, you know, th- then... The next year guided them to game seven of the World Series before they lost to the A's. But that's not what this is about. But Gil, I, I, to me, when you look at his numbers, you know, and you have to look, look at the era. In the decade of the 1950s, I read this last week, in the decade of the 1950s, um, I mean, I knew, listen, he had 370 career home runs, okay? And at the time of him exiting baseball, those were the most home runs by a first baseman in the National League, okay? But then uh, Mike Vaccaro, who's a great columnist for the New York Post, he had some numbers last week, and, you know, I ran into Mike, uh, and, and I told him how much I appreciated the column. And, and he said, in the decade of the 50s, Gil Hodges banged out the second most number of home runs, 310, in all of baseball. In all of baseball. Second most. Who happened to be most? His Dodgers teammate, the Duke, Duke Snyder, who had 16 more, 326. From 1950 to 1959, Hodges had... 1,001 runs batted in. Again, second only to the Duke, who had 30 more at 1,031. All right? I mean, he had seven straight 100 RBI seasons. Eight times an All-Star. Seven of those in a row. You know, I hear these stories that, well, a guy's got to be dominant. That's pretty dominant to me. He was part of six pennant winners, two World Series champions, 
won in Brooklyn, 55. Then they moved out west. He won with the 59 Dodgers. You know, he had an 18-year career. His leadership and character, you ask anybody in baseball, second to none. Second to none. I remember talking to the late, great Ralph Kiner. He would say, Gil, second to none. Boy, could he hit. Ralph, of course, a Hall of Famer. Ralph felt. I used to, I would get up, he, he invited me into the broadcast booth at Channel 9 when Channel 9 was doing Mets games to talk about Gill. That's how much Ralph felt he should be in a Hall of Fame. It, it, it's, but when I said out of sight, out of mind, think about it. I mean, 1970, so he's, was he gone? 49 years. Right? 1972. It's 2021. 49 years. You know, with, ah, they don't think about it. Well, they should think about it now. Because if you want to talk about the golden era of baseball, this guy was a diamond in the golden era of baseball. And I, full disclosure here, am I biased? You bet your ass I'm biased. His his son, Gil Jr., and I laugh about it. Joan Hodges, his wife, God bless her, she's 96 now. She she's adopted me. That's how close I am to her. And 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 I say this, I'll get emotional saying it. I don't want I I want her to leave this earth. I'm being personal now. I want her to leave this earth knowing her husband is in the Hall of Fame. But at the same time, I don't want her to have to go through another disappointment. Same thing for Gil Jr. and his sisters. I... They've had enough disappointment. The close but no cigar. It's always been too much. It was too much for me. So, I mean, I used to, after we wait with bated breath, waiting. The Mets once sent a limousine, I believe. A limousine to Joan Hodge's house in Brooklyn. The house that she, all those years when when Gil was a Dodger in Brooklyn, they lived on Bedford Avenue. They sent, Fred Wilpon sent a, a limo to the house. And the limo just ended up driving away because he didn't get in. And I remember she's crying on one end, Joan, and I'm crying on the other end. One of my great, great stories that I'll take with me forever. Joan, Joan Hodges calls me up one day. And I'm going back now, folks. I'm going back over 20 years. 25 years. Joan calls me up one day and says, uh, Russ, is there anything I can do for you? 
you know, uh, you, you've been so great. You, you, and I'm not tooting my horn, but this is Joan. What can I do for you to help? What, do you need me to do anything for you? I says, you know what, Joni? Not for nothing. You know, maybe you can get, you know. I mean, I, I have connections, of course. And, you know, I know people in baseball. But maybe you know somebody who, like, maybe Gil was close with. Uh, who, who, you know, will come on and talk about his plaudits and, and all the good stuff about Gil. So I said to her, well, how about number 41? Of course, I'm talking about the great Mets pitcher, uh, Tom Seaver, who's no longer with us. And um, she says, well, you know what, Russ? I had an idea that I think might be better. Now I'm saying to myself, what the hell is Joan talking about? Somebody that might be better than Tom Seaver? She came up with somebody better. She, she says, how about Sandy Koufax? As I'm sitting here now, folks, I fell off my chair. Because first of all, Sandy Koufax, I'm a kid growing up in Brooklyn, my all-time, all-time, all-time idol. I was one of those kids who talked to the, you know, I used to put the, the clippings up on the wall in my bedroom. I used to talk to him. I mean, Sandy Koufax is a god to me. So I go like this. I go, yeah, Joni, that's fine. I mean, if you can get Sandy, I'll be glad to talk to him. And I, I wasn't blowing her off, but, you know, in my mind, I would never do that, but in my mind, I'm saying, what is she talking about? Gil, uh, you know, Sandy Koufax. So, sure enough, now, I wanted Koufax, you know, because he's out in, in L.A. I figured, you know, I'd get him, you know, I'd have the time to really talk to him on the radio when I was on WFAN, myself and uh, the schmoozer, Steve Summers, who, by the way, uh, gave his last broadcast uh, uh, at WFAN. So that's another era that's gone. But, um, you know, I figured it'd be for radio. So, you know, I leave the radio station and I go um, to my next, my other job, which was Channel 9. So I'm sitting at Channel 9 and I guess it's about nine o'clock at night that night. I'm sitting at Channel Nine, and you know, if you know what a newsroom is like, you like it's you're hectic, you're busy, you're running around, and you know, there's I'm, I'm going to say typewriters going. Yeah, there was typewriters going then. Now it's computers and everything else. But there's there's you know compute you you know printouts and this and that, and it's mayhem in a newsroom. Getting ready for your ten o'clock show. It's like nine o'clock. So my phone rings. I pick it up. Yeah, hello. Uh, I says, yeah. I, can I speak to Russ Salzberg, please? Yeah, you got him. Who's this? Um, oh, hi, Russ. This is Sandy. And like me, you know, I'm busy being a wise ass. That, that's fine. Sandy who? Oh, Sandy, Sandy Koufax, Russ. For lack of a better term, I crap my pants. All right? Sandy Koufax is calling me. And he says, no, I, I was speaking to Joan and, and, you know, I'd love to talk with you. I says, well, well, Sandy, I'll tell you what, this is great. Uh, it's not for TV, but I want to have you on, on the radio tomorrow if we can chat. And, you know, um, 
if that will be okay and what I want to talk about. Oh, yeah, no problem, no problem whatsoever, no problem. So I hang up the phone, and then my wife calls me. And my wife is not a sports fan, okay? She's married to a sports caster, not a sports fan. Not that she doesn't like sports. She's been to enough events, but, you know. She calls me up and she says, uh, I go, what's up? You know, I'm busy. She goes, uh, did Sandy Koufax call you? I go, how did you know? Somebody calls the house, she says, and says, hi, can I speak to Russ, please? So my wife's saying to herself, who the hell is calling Russ? Like at this time, they got to know he's working. Um, oh, he's busy. He's at work now. Um, you can call him at work. I'll give you the number. She says, um, uh, he, he goes, oh, I don't want to bother him at work. No, no, it's okay. Here's the number. Why don't you give me your name in case he calls me? Okay, uh, it's Sandy Koufax. <laughs> my wife goes, trust me, Mr. Koufax. Give him a call. He'll be more than glad to talk to you. Anyway, that that that's one of my stories about trying to get Gil in, and, and Koufax was great on the radio. He, he was just... He spoke about everything about that. And, you know, and then when Yogi died, now let's fast forward to what was it, four or five years ago when Yogi passed away, the great Sandy Koufax flew up to the funeral and... Sure enough, I went up to him, introduced myself, and he he remembered the story very, very well. Yeah, Yogi passed away uh, in in 2015. Yeah, Sandy remembered the story very well, and I said, Sandy, you know, time keeps moving by. Yes, it does, and you know, and, and I told him I don't think it's ever going to happen. But now that they have this vote for the golden era of baseball, how could it not be? How could it not be? And, you know, maybe for those of you who do, do not understand the dynamics, again, I don't mean to be, be cruel and nasty, and I won't mention any of the other names that got in when, when Gil Hodges did, did get it. Did, I, I don't want to mention any of the names who those, of those who did get in when Gil did not get in. Because that's not what it's about. It's just about Gil. But as I've said here on on this podcast, you know, when you're out of sight, you're out of mind. And there's no rush to get you in because you're not going anyplace. You're not there. It's not like you're on your last legs and, oh, we want to get this guy in before he goes. You're gone. So, okay, we don't have to rush anymore. It's a crazy system. The veteran system is a crazy system. And then, in fairness to everybody, everybody has friends and favorites. And some of your favorites die, like it could be Gil. Or or some of the, the, the voters on the committee either can, can die or be off the committee. So then there's the friends of Gil are no longer there. And it's not just Gil, it could be, it's other people too. Don't get me wrong, it's not just Gil. There are other people who are deserving. This, to me, is just about Gil Hodges.
And this, to me, is personal. Joan Hodges is 96 years old. Gil Jr. is my age, maybe a year or two older. I mean, I want these people... And this is not a gift. This is not charity. You hear what I'm telling you? In the decade of the 50s, Gil Hodges banged out the second most number of home runs in all of baseball. 310 behind only his teammate, the Duke of Flatbush, Duke Snyder, who had 326. Again, from 50 to 59. 1,001 runs batted in. Again, second most in baseball, only to the Duke, who had 1,031. He won, Gil Hodges won the first three ever Gold Glove Awards for a first baseman. Okay? Was on two World Series winners, 55 with the Dodgers, uh, when they beat the Yankees, 59 in L.A. when they beat the White Sox. 370 career bombs, seven straight 100 RBI seasons, eight times an All-Star, seven of those in a row, a member of six pennant winners. When, when people say you got to be dominant, well, that's pretty freaking dominant. I'd make a deal with the devil to get Gil Hodges into the Hall of Fame. That's how much I want this to happen. And, and, and folks, you know, time goes on. Joni, God bless her, Joan Hodges is older now. She's 96. I talk to her now and then. Not as, I used to talk to her all the time. But, you know, same with my mom. When they got a certain age, let my mom rest in peace. You know, the conversations are short and simple. But this would mean so much. And I'm not looking for charity here. I'm looking for justice. And again, in full disclosure, the Hodges family is very important to me. Joan Hodges is very important to me. Gil Jr. is important to me. But folks, Gil Hodges is a legend. A, he, a legend who left us way too soon. Who knows what kind of great managerial credits he'd have on his ledger sheet if he didn't leave us too soon. Dying suddenly of a heart attack in Florida during spring training. But he belongs in the Hall of Fame. And the reason, I, you know, I kind of forgot about it because, okay, it, it, the balloting was up, then he goes off the ballot, so it's it's a done deal. But now does, they're having a good... Golden, basically, it's a golden era vote of the 50s and 60s. How the hell can Gil Hodges be left off with the numbers that I just read to you? How? It's impossible. Impossible. It's just, you know, there were certain things, folks, that to me... There's got to be justice served someplace, okay? This is where justice needs to be served. Gil Hodges needs to be in Cooperstown. He needs to be in the Baseball Hall of Fame. We've gone through so much shit with 
with this and with with, with with substance abuse and performance enhancing drugs and and there's so much ugliness and you, you know you know we got the other crap with domestic violence with this and that. Gil Hodges, Gil Hodges' character is second to none, second to none. You ask anybody, anybody have I ever come across you. You you ask about Gil Hodges, it's like a saintly look comes across the person's face because that's how much this guy is revered, both as a player, as a manager, and maybe the most important thing of all, as a human being. And character is also supposed to count in the Hall of Fame. And let me tell you, you can question a lot of, a lot of players characters who are in the hall of fame but i'm not here to do that i'm just telling you right now the time has come as i said and the time is right now to put the great gil hodges into baseball's hall of fame in cooperstown and that my friends is a wrap on today's get a load of this now i'd like to get a load of you let me know your thoughts on today's podcast you can do so on Twitter at Russ Salzberg. You can do it on Facebook. You can also check out my website at russsalzberg.com. Now I want to thank my home here at believe.com because as you know, I've told you several times, folks, Believe is the number one podcast network for professionals. But above all, got to thank you, the people out there, because without you, the people out there, I'd have nobody in here to be talking to. So until next time, it is I, Russ Salzberg, saying to each and every one of you, Bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Have a great week. And again, let's put Gil into the Hall of Fame. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.